everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. Today we are recapping the non-Hallmark uh, Christmas movies that we got in this last weekend. Really fun. We love watching these Christmas movies. And uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Amy's here. Hello. And we have a very special guest today from the pilot podcast. We have Me Too is here and we're so excited to welcome you to the Hallmarkies podcast. Thank you for having me. I am so excited that we had to, we had an opportunity to connect on the Francast, and yes. uh, we got to nerd out over Hallmark movies a little bit. And then I get to, I got to learn about Hallmarkies. It was so fun. We were talking about living with Fran on the Francast, which is a little podcast I do on the side, which is so much fun and I love. Uh, and we were talking about living with Fran and we mentioned uh, that Mary Lou Henner was on one of the episodes and then we got started talking about our tea garden and me and Colleen were like, oh my gosh, me too is a huge Hallmark fan. This is so exciting. I love Aurora tea garden. So I was yeah. very excited yeah. to see yeah. on Ida. Uh, well, why don't you tell our audience what you guys do over at the pilot podcast? For sure. So my best friend BJ and I host a podcast called The Pilot Podcast. And the idea came about when we were just feeling lazy and we um, wish that there was a podcast that just watched the pilot episodes of TV shows to tell us whether they were worth watching or not. Because um, I don't know about you, but I've certainly hate binged a show or two because I've just gotten too far into it. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's what we do on The Pilot Podcast. Mm -hmm. We watch the pilot episodes of uh, new and exciting TV shows to answer our listeners' questions. Should I watch this? And uh, every other week, we also do listener-recommended shows. So um, they aren't always the newest show. Sometimes it's a show that our listeners just really want us to check out. So mm -hmm. last week, we did Steven Universe Future, um, mm -hmm. which was a fan favorite. And it was just really cool to, to check out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they had reviewed The Nanny, a pilot which is such a good pilot and that's how i yes. discovered you for the fran cast and we talked about living with fran in one of our bonus episodes and that was really really fun and uh, what percentage of the the shows would you say you you recommend it depends uh bj is a literal scientist so i think he could do a better job with numbers <laughs> you have the wrong one of us unfortunately <laughs> But I would say there are some episodes, there there have been some weeks where we love all of the new shows. Mm -hmm. So every other week we do uh, a, an episode where we review four new shows. And there are some weeks where we're all about all of them. Um, two weeks ago when we did a slate of four shows, I think we only ended up, we agreed on recommending one of them. So it really is um, our true feelings and our true reviews because yeah. we want our listeners to feel like friends that we're recommending these shows to do you find it's harder to to go back and and look at pilots for shows that you have seen or, or rather you know looking at new shows to you you already have sort of an emotional investment in the show as a whole and then you're looking at the pilot I would say for Steven Universe Future I was really excited that that was recommended because I love Steven Universe um mm -hmm. and and Steven Universe Future and so I think that I put a lot of pressure on BJ in the episode to like it as well. I was like, mm -hmm. every time we had a little critique, I was like, but, but let's think about this instead. So that, <laughs> that yeah. happens. But uh, I think for the most part, unless we 
are really nerding out over a show if one of us has already seen it it's more just an enthusiasm for the other one to check it out and less pressury though bj's not here to talk about his experience so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can <laughs> i'm allowed to say this without yeah. being checked <laughs> so so how did you become a hallmark fan how did you get into into the genre i have always watched the universe of today we're doing some lifetime movies and so mm-hmm. i have always watched that universe of you know, sometimes cheesy, like fun to watch movies. It's starting with like hanging out with my mom and watching those like um, teen pregnancy packed and stuff movies on Lifetime, like those like movie of the week lesson movies. Uh, So I I don't think that there was- We we call them cautionary tales. (laughs) Cautionary tales, yes. So I I don't know that there was a moment that I necessarily fell in love with them. I. I just think my mom and I would see stuff like that and go, oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. And then I just, I never stopped. <laughs> that's great. And is Aurora Tea Garden, that's one of your favorites or, or, uh, I love Aurora Tea Garden. She just, you just can't get past her in that little town. <laughs> I love Aurora Tea Garden. I love Haley Dean. I love the mystery girls. So I love Haley Dean. Um, I really like morning show mysteries though. I think the strongest chemistry and it's not fair because they're married is picture perfect yeah. mysteries. They yeah. have such good chemistry. And sometimes couples have trouble conveying chemistry in a healthy way and in, in mm-hmm. like a normal way on camera, but mm-hmm. they are just, uh, Alexa Pena Vega, right. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just, they just, uh, are fantastic together. Yeah. It, they, they took a couple tries, I think to, to, to get that chemistry on screen mm-hmm. like their first christmas movie was not my favorite um mm. but, uh, but i feel like by the time they got to the mystery series they was really clipping along and the director ron oliver i think he has a little bit of style and class to his his directing which adds something to the to those to that series i think mm-hmm. oh i bet because they're so well done like i know that these are all supposed to be fun and they're not exactly graded on the same scale of like a Oscar worthy production or anything, but I genuinely enjoy them. Uh, and so that, that's cool to hear. Yeah. Well, and Amy, you're a big Aurora tea garden fan, right? Yes. I love Aurora, but I've also read the books too, which make me love it even more. Um, yeah. I forgot that they're based on the cozies too. Mm-hmm. I will go back very loosely based. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause the, the Baker ones, I used to read those books, the mm-hmm. Hannah Swenson, Joanna mm-hmm. Fluke wrote them, right? The Hannah Swenson mysteries. We'll definitely have to have you on for mystery recap next year mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, please. Yeah. That's like, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't need the assignment to watch all of those movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's great. We're so excited to have you in the Hallmarkies family. And uh, we are here. We're going to talk about two uh, Netflix movies just real quick, uh, me and Amy. And then, because uh, I don't think you we kind of added them late. Uh, so, and then we're going to spend the majority of the time, all three of us, talking about the uh the lifetime movies from this last weekend so uh (laughs) i i was able to review both of these netflix films over on my channel 
And I'll put a link down to both of those reviews if people want to learn more uh, of my thoughts. I did, uh, no, wait, no, I didn't do, I was able to review several movies from Netflix over on my channel. I'll put a link down to my channel in the description, including Operation Christmas Drop, that we're going to talk about. Uh, but uh, this movie is all about, like, it's a real thing this operation christmas drop that happens in guam and they drop these crates uh on the various uh islands that have needs and they have supplies and and uh food and other things like that and so cat graham plays this woman who's sent over to do this report and <laughs> she ends up meeting uh <laughs> she ends up meeting alexander ludwig who's the hot handsome uh soldier over there and it also has Trezu Maharo, who we love on this podcast. And uh, Amy, did you get a chance to see this one? Yes, I did. I absolutely loved it. Uh, yeah. It was really, it was really fun because it had just a different energy because it's on this tropical island and they're making snow out of coconut and just, <laughs> it was fun. It, just a different setting. Yeah, it was really nice. And the one of the things I really loved about it is there's this little gecko that's like it's CGI gecko, but it's really cute. And mm -hmm. the the cast was amazing. They had really good chemistry. It was funny, mm -hmm. and it was just a really great great story. The the CGI gecko, I it was a it was a little cheesy. I mean, <laughs> it's I guess part of the fun of these movies. But uh, I I I don't know why they didn't just get a gecko you know i mean were they actually in guam <laughs> but, but even if they weren't like the local zoos and so, like geckos it just doesn't seem yeah. like that would be an animal that hard to find <laughs> i don't know that, why did they need to make a cgi one it was so weird but um but yeah it's it's really cute i gave it fresh on ron tomatoes and i'm so happy right now it's at 67 percent, and i'm like i can't believe this little <laughs> christmas rom-com has is fresh because usually yeah. I feel like critics are so tough on these rock. <laughs> like I'm so proud of my uh, critics, uh, critic uh, brethren and sisters. Um, yeah, I I I enjoyed it. I mean, they Virginia Matson is kind of the stuffy congresswoman, and and uh, she's like she's making a fuss when they're putting together these uh, these drops you know these that is done fully on donations <laughs> like, yeah. come on, what's and when you think about it like this has been going on in guam since i believe 1955 <laughs> yeah something like that so it's so i was like what is I, she talking like yeah. what does she how does she not know <laughs> yeah it's the longest relief uh or thing that's done like that that's been going on the longest in the military uh they have a thing at the end that's that talks about mm -hmm. that and uh and so yeah it was just it was fun it was cute at the end that she's able to bring his family there i mean this is all completely fictionalized yeah the drop is real but all the characters uh but um but yeah what what out of uh if we were going to do stars for non-hallmark uh what would you give this one i gave it 4.5 out of 5 Ooh, it's really good um i mean i gave it a 6 out of 10 on my review but that's judging it based on all other movies <laughs> not but if i'm judging it based on tv movies it's kind of different for me at least uh i would probably give it a 
3.5 for me. I really did enjoy it though. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Care Of. And Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports long-term health. They provide high quality products with personalization that makes it so great to use. They've been a sponsor of ours for quite a while and I've really enjoyed using their products. You start out by taking a quiz and the online quiz helps you. It's a five minute online quiz that helps you ask questions about your diet, your fitness level, your sleep needs, all those other things are uh, taken into place and we find the perfect vitamins for you and for your health needs. And it's great when you get them, they are in little packets. It has your name on it and a little saying and everything. And uh, it just feels very personal and rather than just taking a multivitamin. And, uh, and so I think it's really, really great. And when I took the online quiz, I was able to kind of narrow down the most important things for me was help with my sleep. And so I was able to get the dream sticks as part of my order. And that's something that was very helpful with melatonin and other healthy, uh, nutrients and chains. It's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamins and wellness routines to help support your immune systems this fall. And we're getting into the winter uh, and we just all need to be as healthy as we possibly can. So I think it's a great uh, time to sign up for care of, take the quiz and get the vitamins and supplements that you need. So right now you can get 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and your code Hallmark is 50. That's uh, 50% off your first order takecareof.com and enter code hallmarkies50. So then the other one that came out this last weekend, and this I didn't even know about, we didn't preview it, I hadn't heard of it, is Midnight at the Magnolia. And this uh, stars Natalie Hall. And that's why I watched it because I love her and I enjoyed it so much. I actually was like, I'm gonna find out if she wants to do an interview. And she listens to our podcast. And so- (laughs) <laughs> so she uh she came on and we did the interview because she had a she had a, a home a lifetime movie we're gonna talk about this weekend as well mm-hmm. and uh i just this this movie she plays a radio personality that they have like a, her and her best bff growing up they have this radio show and uh they give advice on relationships and other things like that and they decide that they are going to uh, they're going to pretend to be in a relationship in order to get this satellite deal or whatever. And there's mm-hmm. going to be this big, uh, big reveal of their relationship at the, at this club that they love. And of course nothing, you know, kind of goes right. And, and it's and all kinds of drama, but I just really enjoyed it. I really thought they had great chemistry between her and uh evan williams and i love the whole fake relationship thing Mm -hmm. and their families were super super close so there was some like stakes and weight to it all Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know i even liked his song i think i thought was good song and i overall i I thought she was really sweet in it and i i just had a lot of fun watching it what do you think of it yeah, I thought it was really cute. I like the premise. It just mm-hmm. the um, like the conflict towards the end and everything for me, it was kind of weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was just like, 
I don't know all of a sudden he runs into this other girlfriend and like I feel like she doesn't give him a chance to like speak at all yeah. about what's going on um and yeah. so She's- that that I didn't really like all that much but yeah she's upset because it's the same girl that he had kind of left her yeah yeah, for prom it brings back all those things so yeah I can I can see that it was a little little cheesy but I still (laughs) enjoyed it and uh it's written by Carly Smale and I think she is so great at writing romantic comedies she just does, does such a good job with the dialogue and uh i she did christmas pen pals and snowden christmas and some of my all-time favorites and i'm not saying this is on that level but i just she's i think she's really good at her job mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so um what would you give midnight at the magnolia out of five? i gave it a three out of five okay i will give it a 3.75 out of five okay there we go (laughs) so all right so we're gonna talk about lifetime movies and so far me too this christmas season what have you thought of both lifetime and the hallmark slates i've only watched a few of the movies Uh but they've been really great and i love that lifetime and hallmark it feels like lifetime especially are going beyond the bounds of the traditional couple that we've seen centered Mm -hmm. in these movies so it's cool to see and um i i have enjoyed the slate and i definitely enjoyed not to give away my rating the three movies that we watched that we'll chat about today yeah yeah i really like that too i feel like they are giving us new settings new new dynamics as far as the new diversity uh, as far as the casting and i really enjoy that and overall i just think both networks have been very strong as a great start and it's just because i'm super just worn down by 2020 <laughs> but but i i mean i just feel like i'm such a softy on these movies this year because <laughs> I, I i've liked all almost all of them there's there was really only one for a lifetime that i really didn't like um last week but (laughs) this week i don't know i just i enjoyed all of them to some degree or another but um all right well let's talk about christmas yule blog that was the first one this was on friday and this stars sarah canning and zach santiago are are you me too have you watched the science seal delivered series i have seen an episode of two or two of that series yes Hmm. it we we're big fans here podcast of that series and zach santiago is is a supporting character has a supporting role in science Mm. delivered so that's where i'm most familiar with him but this one uh, is about social media travel writer caroline williams is sent to carte de mor new mexico on an assignment where she meets high school teacher oscar ortiz who introduces her to another side of christmas so me too overall what was your overall thoughts about this film honestly my first and major thought was wow new mexico is so much more beautiful than i thought or knew if this is like any representation of new mexico i'm not sure where the movie was filmed but if this is at all close to it, then I just have so much to learn about that part of the country. Um, 
So I was really just in love with all of the beauty um, in the movie that they have the ugly poncho contest, which was fun to watch. Um, and the only thing I bumped on in the beginning was when she gets off the train and turns to Zach Santiago's character and goes, are you Uber? It's like, no big city girl <laughs> would <laughs> think yeah. that her Uber had walked up to her without her calling it. Um, yeah. to right. Her up and take her to her B&B. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I guess it was filmed in uh in british in canada Mm. but they did a very good job of faking new mexico yeah oh yeah i mean at least according to imdb it says that it was filmed in kelowna british columbia canada oh no i meant Uh, they did a good job of faking new mexico are you i have no sense of where people are in the country but is where you're based near new mexico like uh oh you're familiar with the landscape well i mean yeah that's true i i've been down i haven't actually been to new mexico but i've been down to four corners which Mm. is uh obviously on the corner of (laughs) utah and new mexico uh i've been down there and in southern utah and i don't know i just feel like from my limited experience of the southwest uh, I've been to Arizona a bunch of times uh, that they captured that pretty well for being Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What did you think of the movie, uh, Amy? I, I thought it was good. It was a fun movie. I like the ponchos as well. I thought that was fun. Um, from what I've seen, I've been to New Mexico, like driven through it maybe twice mm-hmm. when I was a child, but it looked good to me. Um <laughs> It looked similar. I mean, really, my only um, knowledge of what New Mexico looks like as an adult is from the TV show Roswell. So that's probably not the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. not the best um, <laughs> criteria there. Or but, if, you've um, ever, if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, that was all filmed in, uh, in New Mexico. Hmm, so if people... But, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was cute. It got kind of slow at points. Um, but I did... I really enjoyed the poncho contest and I also liked the is he is he not Santa aspect that was fun yeah me too what did you think of Mr. C I love do you are we okay to do a light spoiler yeah no spoiler this is a recap so it's spoiler this is if you're listening and you haven't seen the movie then go watch it and then come back so yeah (laughs) so this is a spoiler filled podcast this feels like a big uh, setup to a not reveal, but it just made me laugh out loud when she just goes, tell me, are you Santa at the end? <laughs> at the end? <laughs> and I love that they kept it open because I was just watching um, one where Candace Cameron Bure goes to Alaska to mm. be a doctor. Mm. It's another Lifetime movie. I can't, I'm, the name escapes Christmas me. Christmas Under Wraps. That, that's a Hallmark movie. Um, yes and that is excuse me yeah that's a classic and and he turns out to be santa and so i thought it was going to be like that or the i think it's like christmas at the end or something where the inn owners turn out to be santa and mrs claus but i like that they just sort of kept it open Mm -hmm. where he just ho ho hoed his way out of answering (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was so jolly it was hilarious (laughs) 
I really enjoyed him. He was really fun. Yeah. Uh, the ugly ponchos were so ridiculous, but I, I loved, I loved coming up with something creative. Like, I mean, we've just seen the same old things. And that was one nice thing about this movie is that everything was, was a little bit fresh as far as the Christmas side of it, even just the lack of snow and the, the, um, the, the New Mexico setting, and the ugly ponchos the tamale making i loved that scene that was fun uh it was just a little bit different which is nice what did you think about their chemistry as a couple what do you think amy do you think they had chemistry i think it was good it was average i mean i wasn't like in love with the in love with them as a couple but also it got slow for me at points uh-huh. um but I yeah mean, it, they worked definitely like they had chemistry it just i i don't know it was in the middle for me yeah they did have a, a little it did get a little bit slow at points uh and you could feel the budget at certain points that wasn't super high but i i thought they had fi- fine chemistry uh together uh there was some cute moments what do you think me too about the chemistry I agree. I would also add that when he sang, it sort of sucked me back in too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was another fun element because we've seen singing in a lot of these movies. I think singing makes its way into all three of the movies mm-hmm. we've watched, but um, it just, again, to your point, was just a different take on that as well. Yeah. I mean, this is another acquisition movie that because this wasn't made by lifetime uh, okay. but this is another one where i felt like the the music is too the background music was too loud and i don't know what that is about these acquisitions that they struggle with the sound mixing but it's like if you're if i'm noticing the background music it's too loud you need <laughs> to turn it down um but i thought that they had a pretty good near kiss in this mm-hmm. uh movie and uh they were pretty flirty pretty fun together uh and uh great kid actor too in this movie mm-hmm. the who played his son did a really good job yes and i also liked sam and betty little side love story that oh was that was cute. adorable that i was loved cute. that that was so yeah. cute <laughs> mm-hmm. it really should be called she should be called christmas yule vlog not christmas you'll yeah. vlog <laughs> she wasn't blogging very much. i was like no. where is she, where's the typing going on she no. was she was she, blogging yeah i was like oh okay so that was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> um, and i don't think that her ugly poncho should have won i don't think it was the best out of all those fully agreed it was yeah. not yeah totally <laughs> like what are you doing i guess they were trying to win over the uh uh, the reporter yeah but... she's given a bad review so far so <laughs> i loved the lantern scene i thought that was really fun something i've never seen in one of these movies them filling the you know the bags and making the lanterns oh true yeah. and he told her to look down and not up for the lights that was mm-hmm. a cool take as well mm-hmm. very true yeah yeah i liked that a lot and uh, so yeah i I, I I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was a little ridiculous that her vlogging is literally bringing people on Christmas Eve or whatever to go to the parade. And she's sitting there and people are coming off the train like, we're here to, to go see the parade. 
you've inspired us uh, with your amazing vlogging. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then she decides to not take the big job and uh, to, get, you know, go be with her man is very, very exciting. Uh, she shows up at the parade. And uh, so, yeah, I overall enjoyed it. I would probably give this one three stars out of five. What about you, Amy? Um, I'm going to agree three stars out of five. And me too. I'll take it a little higher. I saw that decimals were available. So I would say like a <laughs> 3.5. Okay, good. Great. We love decimals on the podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> good. good. That's true. Okay. So then we have a welcome home Christmas. And this was on Saturday night, and this stars Janet Kramer, Brandon Quinn, and we had both of them with director Brian Herzlinger on the podcast last week, and that was so much fun. I uh, love them. And uh, this is when a returning soldier needs help adapting back into civilian life, Army counselor Chloe um, Chloe welcomes him home only to be swept off her feet just in time for Christmas. I feel like that's not a very good description of this movie. <laughs> yeah. There was way more going on than that. But uh, but yes, so she is this counselor. She's helping uh, the soldiers to, uh, to transition back. And uh, she's also like Mrs. Volunteer. And she volunteers for everything. And there's also some Christmas magic going on in this movie. There was, there was a lot going on, uh, but me too. What did you think of overall of this one? I wanted there to be a moment where Chloe just stops volunteering and takes a breath. And I think that it's brought up that mm -hmm. she should show up for herself in the same way that she shows up for others. But it was, uh, I, I think I look to these movies for like peace and escape and I enjoyed this movie a lot for that. But there were a couple points where I was like, Chloe, you are too relatable. And I just think everyone needs to rest and stop moving for a second. <laughs> so that, yeah, thing that happened when I watched. I can, I can see that. I can see that. It also had a, the hot chocolate, uh, yes. hot chocolate competition, which was the mm -hmm. best. I love that. <laughs> but uh, Amy, what did you think about it overall? So I, I really like this. Their chemistry was kind of like a will they, won't they type of chemistry mm -hmm. is kind of what I picked up on a little bit, which I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um, and also my favorite part was when she thought his girlfriend was his dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the look oh, on her face adorable. when he's like, Otter? And she was like, his girlfriend's name is Otter? <laughs> and she rolls on her back when she's tired. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And puts her little feet up. <laughs> I was I just I found that so funny <laughs> yeah I her mom was kind of a crazy person but I loved her I thought she was so funny and her getting I mean how many different ways can you make hot chocolate the, the, I mean this is an intense competition she's there is many ways have you ever been to a Starbucks <laughs> <laughs> I mean they pretty much just have one way right no you can get so many different pep like hot chocolate things at Starbucks uh -huh. there's so many options oh really <laughs> yeah. only, I, I haven't been often very much mm -hmm. but, but yeah this is a very intense competition I and mean, you could have had the whole movie just about her mom and this hot chocolate competition yeah. her mom was so funny <laughs> she was just 
they really do try to tackle a lot in this movie there's Mm -hmm. there's the hot chocolate competition there's the so there's the you know town festivals there's the uh there's the military reunification there's military dog reunification there's you know romance there's it's a lot going on in uh in the movie there's christmas magic in the movie so it it was it was a lot but i really enjoyed it i thought it was great and uh the uh the when you have the santa that that cancels on them oh, on yeah. the, the kids and then this mysterious santa claus shows up out of the blue that was i really enjoyed that i know some people where me too where are you at as far as christmas magic what do you do you like that i love christmas magic mm-hmm. i didn't grow up uh in an american home And Mm so I didn't grow up with traditional Christmas in that sense. So I just eat it up whenever I see it on camera, like, or on film, Uh, Miracle on 34th Street was one of my favorite movies. I love the idea of firmly defending the existence of Christmas magic. And so I loved it. Um, The other piece of this movie that I was obsessed with was General O'Toole, because I'm currently doing a rewatch of Sister Sister on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And so seeing Tim Reed as the hot chocolate man, uh, or a judge was exciting too yeah and i feel like he he hasn't been used all that well in a in the few of these uh these christmas movies that i've seen him in over the last couple of years yeah so this was definitely the best use of him yeah uh, and uh like was the uh my christmas in when he, he him and jackie jackie harry were just oh, yeah we're just did like a skype call mm-hmm. and they were like what you advertised that he was going to be in this movie but he's hardly in it at all but uh, i so completely this was, forgot about that because they yeah. had reunited with tia too right yeah i mean if you can call that a reunification yes by <laughs> skype yeah it was so it was such a small i was so excited for that one and it was just like a small blimp i was like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very sad what did you think of their song the the two of them sing this duet uh silent night uh what do you think of that amy it was good Mm -hmm. it was i was surprised i was i was i mean they had really great like they harmonized very well for Mm -hmm. someone who had never sang sang together before (laughs) yeah i mean because janet kramer has actually like released albums i mean she's like a real singer and so for for him to to hold his own i thought was pretty cool and 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 it was nice too because they picked and I've talked about this many times on this podcast, but they picked an appropriate song for for a new singer to sing, mm-hmm. and they didn't try to sing "A Holy Night." Thank goodness. Oh goodness! <laughs> because "Silent Night" is the perfect song mm-hmm. to sing if you're a new singer. It's very it has it has a small range, and it's just a it's made to be sung with a guitar. It's just a simple song. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, what do you think of their song? Me too. I, I was all for it. I'm all about Christmas music. I agree. That's a really safe yeah. song for someone, especially as you said, Jana Kramer's professional singer. If you're teamed up with her, you don't want to go all out. You want to like be in a zone where you can keep up. And that's definitely a song where he didn't just keep up. He did a great job. Yeah. 
he did really good job overall i thought he was very charming and i really enjoyed him on sweet magnolias but uh but this uh and he was in uh, he had a small role in a movie last year but uh but i don't know this i really enjoyed him as a lead i thought he was very charming mm-hmm. i forgot that he was on sweet magnolias yes mm-hmm. yeah and he was what we called hot dr mike in christmas wishes mistletoe kisses last year <laughs> he is hot dr mike this is a good oh, okay yeah. this That's is right. a good one too mm-hmm. i'm gonna revisit this i i like to keep i don't know if y'all do this i do like a spreadsheet of the new movies that i want to watch but i like to keep tabs of older movies i've seen like mm-hmm. what's worth revisiting i think that one is worth revisiting yeah, even though there were no mistletoe kisses yeah there was we were that kind movie. of upset about <laughs> but um you you did just inspire me to do a rewatch of sister sister though so thank you for that oh 10 yeah. out of 10 recommend true yeah, i was i was really little when that show ended so it would be nice to rewatch it mm. Yeah, I love those. Most of those TJF shows, mm-hmm. they're so fun. My favorite is Boy Meets World, but but they were all pretty fun. I uh, don't think I was born yet when Boy Meets World was airing, but on um, like actual TV. <laughs> um, when was it? Did it end? It was like uh, was like two thousand or something like that. So you you were you were born it? towards the end. Oh, okay. It did end in uh, two thousand. Yeah. It started in nineteen ninety three. I was yeah. But it's a, it's a really good show if you ever uh, want to binge on. I think it's on uh, Disney Plus. You can watch Boy Meets World. Anyway, um, so they have this little girl who is her. You know, her parents are over in uh, in in the service, and uh, she really she makes a wish to Santa that she can see her parents, and uh, the the this santa comes the special santa and after jana had told her i don't you know i don't think that's something santa can do and their the reunification of the little girl with her with her mom was so good it really worked i love the military reunification (laughs) that always gets me every time yeah i don't i don't know about you guys but i'm an emotional person and so whenever that happens even if i didn't enjoy the movie which i enjoyed this one but whenever that yeah. happens in movies and tv shows i just start crying because it's just so cute yeah <laughs> and like heartwarming but it was it was so it was very well done and the fact that it was all sort of christmas magic made it even better if you ask me than if she had coordinated it all and and arranged it all and uh, i don't know i just i loved that and and then you think the movie's over i was like how's there still another like five ten minutes of this movie and uh, and then surprise reunification with military dog with his dog that yeah. was i was not expect i was actually not expecting that and then i cried again so yeah did that bring on the feels for you me too for sure yeah and i love when the movies manage to surprise you because the actor who played the little girl was so good she yeah. was so funny she had that scene where she had to cry on command to try to fundraise for yeah. the toy drive and mm-hmm. they were like i don't know if we're teaching you good lessons to <laughs> of, like crying to manipulate people and that scene like truly made me laugh out loud 
um, because she was such a talent in it. But then the surprise with the pup at the end, I just think that these movies tend to follow a pattern, which is good. Like that's the reason we like these movies is that they're literally comforting. But when they manage to surprise you, it's almost like a little cherry on top. I was like, oh, wow. That's, yeah. I, I guess that makes sense of, cause I was thinking the same. I was like, what are they going to do in the next like five to 10 minutes? We've done it. We've done everything. Yeah, yeah I, I know I, it's, that's so true that, that the, you love the formula and that's what people are like, oh, they're so predictable. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm glad. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then when they, they do something that you're not expecting, that's also fun. and yeah I was like oh my gosh they're doing they're giving back his talk it's so good I loved it and uh, so I just I thought this movie had it all I thought it had your romance it had your hot chocolate contest it had your community events it had military reunification it had the dog uh the the really sweet doggy it had music that was done well i mean just all the aspects i really enjoyed so i'm gonna give a pretty high score on this i'm gonna give it 4.5 stars for me on this one uh amy what about you i'm gonna give it 3.5 yeah uh it's it's really solid i can't imagine i don't know if you're open to these kind of movies i can't imagine anybody hating in this movie uh me too what about you i'll come right in the middle with a four very good okay good all right then the last movie that we have is a very charming christmas town and this stars natalie hall and john prescott and it's when a lifestyle blogger visits a danish town for a news story she mistakes the town as a tourist trap but after a handsome shop owner shows her the town, she starts to feel the magic of Solvang's Christmas spirit. And when I talked to Natalie, she actually told me that this film was done last December. So all of the stuff in Solvang was all like authentic Christmas stuff happening in Solvang. Oh, which, so cool. Yeah, which I think made a big difference, especially in 2020, when I doubt any of that is happening. And so to see it happening uh, was really kind of comforting and exciting because that's not happening this year. And so it's like, oh, look at all the crowds. He's standing in a crowd. How, <laughs> how novel. <laughs> there's, there's a big parade and people are cheering and... I don't know stuff that you never I never thought that I would be feel nostalgic for a crowd of people but I do <laughs> yeah. that and for me the hugging like when she yes. walks into the B&B and they hug her and like it's just yeah. like oh yeah <laughs> I know that's why I tweeted out yesterday I was like remember when awkward hugs were a thing <laughs> yes <laughs> that's so true vaguely from many <laughs> moons ago uh i i think this i enjoyed this movie i think that natalie hall and i'm not just saying this because she came on our podcast and i know she listens i'm not i promise uh she added a ton to this movie to me i thought she was really funny like when she's getting so excited about the chocolate (laughs) she's like he runs a chocolate store (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought that was really funny. And when she's like, oh no, the chocolates are, are we're going to ruin the chocolates. And I, I thought that she had a really fun energy about this film and her, uh, she made it fun for me. I think the story wasn't like the best story ever. It kind of didn't make sense to me why, why they did both. She's a celebrity singer and she's also a blogger slash reporter i was like they should have just picked one because that's kind of a trope is the celebrity coming to the small town mm -hmm. and kind of realizing how great small towns are and that's a trope but then also the reporter doing the investigative piece or whatever about about the 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 shops or the or the uh the store or the the town that's like another trope and so they did both which mm -hmm. I, I don't really think they needed to do both. Um, and especially because she's supposed to be the singer or a songwriter, I guess, but then she didn't end up singing. It was this, it was the other lady who ended up singing, which I thought was kind of strange. Uh, but I, so I wasn't that into the conflict. The conflict wasn't the best, but I thought that they did have pretty good chemistry and I liked Solvang. I thought that was really fun. And I liked her. I thought she was funny. So I enjoyed it, uh, the movie. Uh, what did you think, me too, about this one? I agree that there were a couple tropes competing for attention. Yeah. But I love, I love Solvang. Actually, I love a cheesy Christmas town. Mm -hmm. I have been there a few times. I was like, let's do it. Let's go full cheesy for this Christmas movie. And, um, to your point, I loved the chocolate scene as well, where Sawyer is tells her she can only have, is it three samples? Yeah. And she's like, well, who, like, who left you in charge of this place? And, and it turns out he was, and it's such a cheesy moment, but I found myself genuinely laughing out loud to it mm -hmm. um, at like seeing her sadly picking up like <laughs> one sample and then he's counting them. Um, and then also I can literally never see enough of Joe Marie Payton. So um, that was a cute little addition too of her running that store as Estelle. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, that was fun for, uh, speaking of TGIF, <laughs> uh, yes. she was on Family Matters. And uh, mm -hmm. so, so that was fun. And Amy, what did you think about this one? I really liked it. Um, their chemistry was really good, like yeah. you said, though, there was just tropes that were kind of all on top of each other, which made the story not my favorite. Um, but the thing I think I like best about this is I have also been, it's like two hours away from me, Solvang is. Um, and so I went there as a kid a couple of times for Christmas stuff with one of my grandparents. Um, so it was nice to see it again because I've never seen it as an adult. Like I've never even thought about it as an adult. Um, so that was really nice just to have like those memories that I was like, oh, I totally forgot that I went to this Danish town for Christmas once or yeah. twice when I was like eight. But yeah, I, I think that also there were some fun supporting characters in this one. Mm -hmm. Like I loved how his, I think it was his sister who's like, I'm a lyric sound. There's Sia here and then you are here. <laughs> Made me laugh. I thought that was good. C is here and you're next. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I liked, uh, I forget how the relation to the couple at the hotel. Anyway, she was like super energetic and kind of crazy, but 
character. She was funny to me. Uh, and uh, I enjoyed the whole scene where they eat the apple skeevers because my mom has an apple skeever pan and she would make them. And uh, so that was a tradition I connected with and they are so good. It's like a little pancake in a pocket. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And you put lingonberry jam on and butter. It's so good. So that was fun. Um, I thought her sister was pretty, pretty good. I liked at the beginning. She's like, I'm married with kids and I'm the fun one. And you know it. <laughs> that was a really good line. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. Although I don't know why her sister would publish this piece. I mean, or you think at the very least she would call and be like, uh, are you sure that you want me to publish this, mm-hmm. this piece? And, you know, all they say is like, oh, I sent the wrong one. Oops. But this lady from the hotel evidently was so bonded, sent her this Christmas present. And so they were able to make everything okay in the end. But yeah, another little thing that really I thought was funny was there, she arrives at the hotel, they're looking outside and she's, the guy's like, look at this incredible view that you have. And I'm looking, I'm like, it's just plants what's this incredible view i don't know why that's a ground level bush with lights in it (laughs) just like normal hotel plants (laughs) how did that make me laugh Uh, like oh the incredible view uh uh yeah but you agree why would her sister post that article it made no sense yeah it didn't it really didn't no no. i Uh, think to your point that was another conflict in the movie I didn't get because her sister in the video call with her was like how are things going with the guy so she knows that there's a guy with vested interest in the town yeah so in theory you wouldn't then publish a piece in your sister's name who has a thing going with the guy and we've seen many times in past movies where an editor is like breathing down their necks yeah. or there's this like third party but when it's your sister who has some contextual knowledge, I didn't get that either. Um, Cause I think my sibling would have texted me and just been like, you sure? Yeah. Um, sh- at the very sure least. About, are you sure about this? And, and, uh, you know, especially because she was like, I mean, it didn't make sense that she sent the really sent the wrong one because she was literally working on it that night. She, cause she had to finish up the last part um, but assuming that she did, yeah, it makes no sense that her sister wouldn't have been like, um, you want to check this first or whatever, but, oh, well, I was willing to forgive that. Uh, the, uh, you have the reunification at the end, all is forgiven. I also liked the whole tour that he did. He gave her with the, um, candles. And then when her candle goes out. And everything i just thought that scene was cute that was a really sweet scene and mm-hmm. their chemistry pulled that mm-hmm. along a lot like yeah it's hard to get excited over someone's candle going out and two people trying to light it again and they mm-hmm. sell it because you're just excited to see them get a little closer together yeah, yeah. And she just has a bubbly energy that i really like i'm some people probably might be a little much for some people but I just really enjoy her going all the way back to the seven year hitch 
I love that. That was her first Hallmark movie. Um, but she did You're Baking Me Crazy this year, which I enjoyed. Uh, I thought that was fun. And That's a great one. Mm-hmm. And she did the bonkers uh, winter, winter Princess, I think it was called, with Chris McNally. <laughs> and that where she's this princess hiding out uh, in this uh, ski town. And that one was really silly, but I enjoyed it. And I don't know, she has a fun energy that I think really is perfect for these kind of movies. It's a stellar day for her. Uh, she was in two of these. So uh, what would you give out of five this movie, Amy? I'm going to go with 2.5. Oh, lower than I expected. Um, what about you? Me too. Honestly, I feel like I am the easy one on this panel, but <laughs> I would just give this like a three to a 3.5. I really liked it. Yeah. It was just fit well within the genre, a couple tropes going, but otherwise great. I would mm-hmm. also recommend, I'm sorry to bend the rules a little bit, but for singing holiday movies, one I plan to go back to this year is a holiday duet. I think it was on oh. Hallmark. And it had a great original song and was a great entry in the trope of person used to be famous, goes back to their small town to find their roots, you know, yeah. does holiday song, gets famous again. Was that with um, Chaley Rose in it? Uh, uh, that was it last year? Yes. Chaley Rose yeah. and Rose Lynn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. I'd give it a four out of five stars. So I'm with you. Um, I liked it mm -hmm. and so there we go that is our thoughts on these lifetime movies let us know what your takes are on them how many stars you would give them and uh, what you think of the movies so far we would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on twitter and uh, me too if people want to find you and your uh, podcast how can they do that you can find us on any platform. Our podcast is The Pilot Podcast, and you can find us online at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. Great. And a- Amy, what about you? And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, t- and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all the social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really need those right now because we need people to find the podcast during this holiday season. So please, please do that and leave your ratings for uh, the pilot podcast as well. And then if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that. We have our patron group, which we have behind the scenes, uh, patron watch alongs, which this week we have our patron watch along with Leslie Desmirandres and Kevin Duda of Two Turtle Doves. So we're going to be watching, uh, we're going to be watching that uh, along with them. And so that was a big favorite last year. So we're excited for that. So become a patron. It's only $2 a month and you can participate in all the activities. So check that out. And then we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun holiday uh, festive designs. So please take a look at that. 
and thanks again you two for coming we really had a ball having you on really appreciate it and and uh merry christmas everyone